You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. All right, time to talk some Pirates baseball. I'm Dave Brandon with Adam Barry. Adam, it's the holiday season. Um, you know, some teams or teams, they're looking at getting rid of a lot of players. Other teams, and the Pirates among them, are those teams building toward, you know, a hopeful 2016. Uh, on this wish list for the Pirates, you know, what, what are they hoping Santa brings? You know, they've already made a couple of moves, but what's, what's the next big-ticket item they want? I think they'd like to find a, a starting pitcher under the tree, for one. Um, they have no fifth starter at this point, so they need to find somebody, whether it's via trade or free agency. Uh, Neil Huntington has said that they're working hard on both fronts to bring in somebody to, essentially, we're still talking about replacing the spot left open by A.J. Burnett and Jay Happ. I think that's definitely the priority. Um, whether you know that comes sooner or later, it's hard to say. But you know, when they when they traded Charlie Morton uh, earlier this offseason, Neil Huntington said he knew that blindly. So they've clearly got something in the works. It's just a matter of waiting to see how it all falls together. Okay, interesting. There's been so much activity among starting pitchers, and we're talking mostly the you know the really high end starting pitchers. Pirates aren't looking to dump a ton of money or pick up a real long-term contract that way then, right? They're looking for that guy maybe a little more controllable or a little more affordable. What, 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 do, you, what do you anticipate in that spot? Yeah, I think ideally they could find somebody who is controllable for a couple of years. Um, obviously affordable would be, would be a bonus to that. But they do have some money to spend um, after you know getting rid of Pedro Alvarez uh, trading Charlie Morton and even trading Neil Walker, uh, that money was kind of a wash with Jonathan Meese, who they acquired in return. They probably got $20 million or so that they can spend this offseason because most likely their payroll is going to be above $100 million for the first time in, in franchise history. Um, but the thing is you can't put all of that money toward one spot. They've got a couple of holes to fill, so you kind of have to prioritize you know, quality over quantity to a certain extent. Do you want to go all in with that money on one position and then have to backfill the rest uh, you know, affordably, or do you want to spread that out and try to get a little more value at each position rather than all of your value at one? You hate to get, you hate to get too excited about things um, in December <laughs> in particular, but is there a chance, I'm sure there are Pirates fans asking the same question, Jamison Tyon, is, is, he getting, is he getting to the point where we can begin to expect him you know, to bubble up, uh, I don't know, this year, next year? What, what kind of timeline do you think there is right now in Tyon? I think it's fair to expect him at some point in the majors in 2016. Um, I know he's probably not – Neil Huntington has said they're basically closing the window on the idea of him making the team out of spring training just because he's been injured for the better part of the last two years. He hasn't played an affiliated game since uh, 2013. So he's got some, you know, some work to do to – make up for lost time. Um, but no, I think it's completely fair that you could see him in 2016. This is an advanced pitcher uh, when we last saw him. And he said that you know, before the second injury, the hernia surgery, he was actually throwing the ball better than he ever has. Um, I think the Pirates are excited to see what he could do uh, toward the end of the year. And, you know, at this point, there seems like they will make a role for him if he's ready. And, and as, in terms of upside, I mean, we're talking about a guy, you know, first round pick, Still one of the top prospects, despite two years of frustrating injury and rehabbing. Uh, is there a, a you know an adjusted ceiling on this guy, or is it still 
top of the rotation ace kind of starter. Yeah, I would say you still see a top of the rotation starter in there. I mean, this was, like you said, a former number two overall pick. He's still only 24 years old. Um, everything that he has shown, both you know, in the minors and then while he was working back through this rehab, is, is extremely positive. Um, you know, it, he kind of takes offense to the idea that he's had two lost years because he spent those those years working with you know the, the best Pirates pitchers, uh, pitching coaches, and you know trying to improve his delivery and all these things that usually you have to try to do on the fly while people are watching, and you know while facing tough competition. He was able to do kind of in quiet. So I think he's actually probably as excited as he's ever been about his potential. Who, who then, uh, let's go this route. You know, we, we don't know yet who else the Pirates may acquire and be mm-hmm. a trade, free agency, et cetera. I mean, it could be a wide range of guys. But who in, in the system, or maybe who was even up for a while last year, um, but, but you think might contribute in a real significant way, be a, have a breakthrough kind of year this year for the Pirates. Who, who could that guy be? I'm actually really curious to see what kind of role Alan Hansen plays. He's one of their top prospects, an infielder. He's worked uh, third base, second base, shortstop. You know, there's, it's not out of the question that he could be on the opening day roster, especially if Jung Ho Gung's not ready. So I'm curious to see if they get to a point where, say, they don't sign somebody to fill that role, the utility-type role, and it winds up being Hansen. And if Josh Harrison opens the year at third base, and then maybe it's Hansen at second base. And I'm curious to see what he does with that opportunity because – he can run, he can hit. He's not a big power hitter, but I'm just really curious to see how he would fit into that lineup, and especially second, you know, second base on defense. So then, when Gunn comes back, maybe he t- he takes over at third, and Harrison winds up in sort of that super utility role where he's arguably the most valuable that he could possibly be. So I think Hanson would would make a lot of that stuff go, and I'm curious to see what sort of role and how early uh, he might impact the team in 2016. Interesting. It does underscore the, the, the amount of flexibility or depth of flexibility that, that Clint Hurdle has with this right. with this group. A handful of guys who can really he can really move around the diamond. Kind of exciting mm-hmm. stuff. Well, listen, Adam, you know, there's always a lot of news percolating with the Pirates. And we're looking forward to the next update to see who indeed it is that, that the Pirates have, have added to the equation for next year. Thanks, man. Yep, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Adam Barry, MLB.com Extras, the Pittsburgh Pirates edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.